Altus. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Here's the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. Here we go. We're up. Yeah. You know, you know it's a sellout crowd because it's red, it's real, it's Raytown. Yeah. Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in a bastion of Chiefs Kingdom nests for years. Raytown, uh, the Hy-Vee Market Grill at 350 Highway, just off 350 Highway in Raytown. So great crowd here tonight. Uh, this just in, Chiefs 34, Lions 30. Chiefs are still undefeated. You come back two scores down, you fumble three times, lose three fumbles, and still win the game on the road. The Chiefs were able to put the hammer down, baby. You have got it. And to get the ball down by three, giving the football to the MVP and having him go 79 yards in 13 plays. For the first 24 years of me being the voice of the Chiefs, all I heard was, you left uh, too much time on the clock for Elway. You left too much time on the clock for, I don't know, Peyton Manning. You left too much time on the clock for Tom Brady. Guess what? The Lions yesterday left too much time on the clock for Mahomes. Your MVP driving for the winning touchdown. That was huge. Hey, we're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill, 350 Highway in Raytown. Uh, of course, brought to you by Hy-Vee. Uh, tonight, uh, you get the special uh, Monday special from Hy-Vee. If the points we scored the day before, 34 points yesterday, means you get 34 cents on your Fuel Saver Plus perks card with a purchase of $34 or more. We saw a lot of folks do their grocery shopping after the show. Hey, man, scan the card and get the savings. Do it tonight here at the 350 Highway in Raytown or any Hy-Vee. Also, a reminder that the Chiefs Kingdom show is brought to you by Bad Boy Mowers. Chiefs Kingdom country, uh, Chiefs Kingdom is Bad Boy country. Mo with an attitude. That's what I'm saying. Mo with an attitude. We have got an awesome crowd here tonight. A lot of our veterans are here tonight. Uh, the Red Coders are here tonight. Red Hots are here tonight. BCE's here tonight. Reed's Redheads are here tonight. The Blue Streak is here tonight all the way from John Carroll University. Uh, the, uh, the original geeks are here tonight. Weird Wolf. Uh, also, Snowstorm Sandy. Uh, Kent the Cake Packer, Susie Bling Bling, the Taj Mahal Tailgaters, Autograph Geek, Queen Brenda is here tonight. I mentioned the Queens. Also, uh, we have the, administ- the Administrative Assistant of the Year for the City of Raytown is here tonight. He's won it three years in a row. Michael Stolzel is here tonight, the City Administrator of the Year in Raytown, and his gorgeous wife, Haley. The Lake Lottawana Lake Rats are here tonight, four generations of Lake Rats. Hey, hey, Paul is here tonight. Wildcat John, he loved the Pringle catch uh, down the stretch and the nothing but noise tailgaters. We also have a special guest that I want to announce to you tonight. 
before we bring in Coach and go to the break. We talk about it takes a village to win. There is a special human being that helps us win behind the scenes more than any of us in the Chiefs Kingdom can fully appreciate. He is our equipment manager, Alan Wright. He is here tonight. Yesterday was his 600th game as Chiefs Equipment Manager. We'll talk to him in a second, but what was cool, and this is, tells you a lot about Andy Reid, Andy brought Allen in to our huddle to break the huddle yesterday after that win with our guys. That's not done very often by a head coach in the National Football League. That tells you how much Andy thinks of Allen. And as we get ready to go to break, I want you to show your appreciation with me for this guy, Alan Wright, 600 games. Woo! And another special guest tonight after coach will be Sammy Watkins, wide receiver. We're going to hear from head coach Andy Reid. It's time to fire up. Yes, we're 4-0, but it's time for Sunday night football at Arrowhead against the Colts. We'll be back with head coach Andy Reid after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. Third down, less than a yard to go for a touchdown. Goal to go at 419 to go in the first half. They give it off to McCoy again. Hesitates, driving, driving, touchdown! Kansas City and Sheedy brings six points to the Chiefs' kingdom on a tough run on third and inches. Six points as we're back here at the Hy-Vee Market Grill. Sold out tonight in Raytown at 350 Highway um, in a great, such great spirit in Raytown for years for the Chiefs' kingdom. As the Chiefs get the victory over uh, the Detroit Lions and get ready now for Sunday night football against the Colts. Reminder, at High V, 34 cents on your Fuel Saver Plus perks card since we scored 34 yesterday with a purchase of $34 or more. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the head coach of your Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. Thanks, Mitch. And good evening, Coach, and thank you for spending the time with us this evening. Now, I got a, I looked it up. You've coached uh, as a head coach in 349 NFL games as an assistant combined with that 466. Mizzou, UTEP, Northern Arizona, San Francisco State, BYU, Glendale Community College, John Marshall Barristers. The reason I say that, how peculiar was that game yesterday and that win over the Lions? Yeah, that was a wild one. This game uh... – Never ceases to amaze you uh, with the different situations that it presents. Uh, that was exciting, though. That's uh, That shows you the parity in this league and why you've got to be ready to play every week. But to give you credit, didn't he look like a firefighter in the middle of fighting a, a fire? It was awesome. You were just standing there. It's like the bullets are flying. You're like, we're going to get this done. And I want to ask you because earlier, uh, before that game, you had said, man, this is going to be playing to the whistle. Uh, in the review of these guys, when you play Detroit, it's going to be a game where it's all the way through. What about that aspect? Because it came to manifestation in that game yesterday. Well, we knew it was a tough place to play. Last year they, they got the Patriots up there and beat them. They played the Chargers right down, uh, or excuse me, the Rams right down to the end. And then this year, they obviously, they, they beat the Chargers. Or they, uh, I'm sorry, they, they 
Okay. Almost beat the Chargers in overtime, but that was at on grass there in in uh, L.A. But th- this is a uh, and then coming off of Philadelphia and so on. So I mean, they we knew they're a good football team and that they, um, you know, they they can play now. They can they're an aggressive aggressive bunch. And I'm probably all messed However, up on that because I, I just got done with watching this other tape. But anyways, keep going, fire away. I'm I'm well into this other game here, so you're catching me. I know we catch you on a Monday when you're going, man, with that game ended Sunday night, baby. Uh, so, uh, but I do want to ask you about, because to me, a perfect example of our guys playing to the whistle was that 100-yard fumble return. At the very end of the play, the last one-eighth of the play, Xavier Williams, who grew up not very far from here in Grandview, Missouri, just, just a little bit away from Raytown, Able to get the ball, but then Bashad Breeland did not give up, Coach, on the play. What about your guys not giving up, and it ends up being a 100-yard, 14-yard or 14-point flip? Yeah, well, the one thing you saw in that, which was was pretty neat, was Spags keeps telling these guys, "You play the whole play, play it to the whistle," and and so that's a great example of that. But then you see Tyron Matthew in the middle of the field, egging Breeland on to continue to run. I mean, nobody will see that unless they, they're looking at it very carefully. But that that it was a, it was an effort to get him to get him down there. So and and then give Walt credit for being the referee of the game that that he allowed the play to continue. So a lot of times they'll blow the whistle uh, when they should allow it to extend and then go off a replay from there after a score. So and turnover for that matter. But they, they allowed the play to continue and, and gave us an opportunity to score a touchdown, which was the right thing to do. And how about that, though, of having the Honey Badger going, keep going, Brashad, you got like 50 more yards to go. The whistle's not blown. That was huge. You get a 14-point swing. That was fantastic. Well, speaking of huge, I want to ask you about the final drive. 13 plays, a little over two minutes. You got two timeouts and the two-minute warning. I want to ask you about poise, toughness, patience throughout that game, and then to come together on that final drive. Yeah, well, the sideline was, was a neat thing to be around because there was no doubt we were going in. Patrick was leading that along with some of the other guys. I mean, you know, everybody was involved with it, but uh, Patrick said, hey, listen, we're going to go down, we're going to score, like, right now. And so, um, and and that's what happened. It took place, and... There's one thing about saying it, and then there's another thing about doing it. And but I felt like there was no doubt that it was going to happen, and that's reassuring from a coach's standpoint because you're on the sideline and they're on the field playing the game. So it, it was uh, it, it was good to see. It was good to see how guys react when their backs to the wall. I mean, really backs to the wall when you're right at the end of the game and and you're in hostile territory and uh, you got to put put it down and, and it's all business and and uh and the guys did a good job with that but on that drive 31 touches it gets the touchdown but he got the screen before that uh kels makes a play the presence of mind to get out of bounds to sprint and still gain yardage and get out of bounds then pringle we got the wildcat johns in here got some k-state fans in here that's a tough catch that dude made in traffic and got blasted d rob makes a catch all hands on deck and I know, I just want all the fans to know how hard you work on the two-minute drill. And it's not just during the week. It's at camp and it's in the OTAs. And just how much you work on that, how much of an art form it is, because you can't stop and go, hey, let's all huddle up and get this right. 
Yeah, we've uh, we do spend a lot of time at it. In the, in the last few years, we've been very good at it. Uh, one of the top teams in the league at at, at using it when, when it was necessary. So, uh, but not every game comes down to this situation. Uh, they count at the end of the half and so on. Uh, um, you know, into those stats. So th- this was this was a good test, and and guys stepped up. Uh, you know, Bell, he's another one that steps up and makes a play, and and then Pringle, I, I, you know, I joked that he was about a foot away from getting a potato chip commercial for himself, you know, but it was uh, what, what a great deal uh, for him and to have uh, and to secure the ball like he did. That was that was like going through a bad wreck right there uh, after the after the catch. He got spun around and then hit again and and was still trying to get the ball in the in the end zone. So real tribute to him and. And Daryl Williams, listen, I mean, he's been doing this for a couple of years now for us, and, and he's just Mr. Consistency and runs hard. He's big, tough, and uh, he's got good vision, that whole deal. But um, And then everybody helped push him in. So, so it, was a, it was a team effort. The O-line did their thing, and you saw Patrick on his back pushing him, and everybody was involved in it. But it all worked out pretty good. Hey, you get a 13-play drive. All those guys touch it, poise, confidence, toughness, able to – Put the hammer down, baby. Love that drive. I want to ask you, though, about the quarterback because I about drove off the road after we landed driving home, and I heard national pundits going, well, he didn't have that good a game. He didn't throw a touchdown pass. I'm like, what game were you guys watching? Um, just the fact that – and they throw you – you talk, you said, too, here comes New England stuff. They're going to do the New England deal here. Uh, and the safety's back at 25 yards. They're grabbing Holden. They're maybe rushing three, uh, but they're taking that mid-range stuff. Just his patient, because I remember picks against New England in the regular season last year or a sack before the half in the AFC Championship game. Your quarterback, in the patience that he showed against that defense yesterday, and then to strike at the right time to beat those guys. Yeah, so that just shows you where we're at with them when expectations are are that high, and, and he loves all that. But uh, this was one of those games where um, when you play a team that's a man team and they're going to grab and, and snarl with you a little bit, uh, some plays are going to look good and other plays aren't going to look so good. But uh, perseverance becomes an important thing and, and to keep firing. And then if it's not there, to use your legs, which uh, he threw that that into the element into his game and, and, uh, and had some huge plays on, on those runs and kept the really kept us in the, in the game there on that fourth down. So, um, you know, my hat goes off to him for all the things that he does. Is the, the best indicator of his performance is you just talk to the players after the game, his, his teammates, and they'll tell you what he's all about and, and how much he means to the, to the whole team. For that QB to do that and show his poise and toughness yesterday, that was huge. All right, how about the Kelsey Shady McCoy? I called it a rugby play. I didn't know what to call it. Um, I thought the Chiefs Kingdom rugby team would love that or the, I don't know, the South African Blackhawks or whatever throwing it. I mean, what was that? Well, that, that's a good question. It, the, the defense did actually a pretty good job initially. They, they jammed both of them uh, up there and – and they were doubling Kelsey most of the day, and, and he worked his way backside of the original route. And then the same thing happened with McCoy. He went. He was supposed to go to the flat. He got picked off, and and uh, he just kept playing. But he 
moved himself back inside, and they end up right next to each other. So they mess around with those kind of things during practice, not necessarily on that play, but they'll do it on plays where they, they'll catch it and lateral it and do those kind of things. And and so it, it's uh, it's one thing to do it in practice. It's another thing to actually make it happen in a game. And, and uh, you know, I, I held my breath on that one, but it was it was quite a deal. I don't expect to see it. Uh, uh, very often, so. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun while it lasted because it worked. Uh, Just a final question before we let you go. Real quick, Sunday night football against the Colts and let the doors open and let's go because on the national stage, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it will be. The Colts have been banged up and they're getting all their guys back, so they were missing quite a few of their key guys for that last game against the Raiders. They'll, They'll have all those guys back, I think, this week and and so we'll put together a good week of practice, and we'll get ready to play against a good football team. And preparation's everything. So you got to take care of business from now till till game time, and then it allows you to go play a good football game in front of the best fans in the world. And that's what what we're going to try to accomplish here. We're going to let you go. 100 games as our head coach, and of course a Hall of Fame career. Thank you, Andy Reid, for joining us tonight. Head coach Andy Reid. Thanks, Mitch. Out of those redheads. Okay, when we come back, we're going to have a special guest before we talk to Sammy because Alan Wright is here. Yesterday, the Chiefs equipment manager, his 600th game. We'll talk about how special that was. After this, we're at the Hybe Market Grill, 350 Highway in Raytown. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Mahomes swings it right side, wide open. Sammy Watkins again. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza touchdown. Kansas City, 150 yards receiving in a quarter for Sammy Watkins. That was the opening game against Jacksonville. And here he comes, ladies and gentlemen, Sammy Watkins. On cue. Hey, the Jacksonville game was a Sammy Watkins Palooza. Tonight's a Sammy Watkins Palooza. It's a Palooza. Before we get to Sammy, before we get to Sammy, two very special announcements, and and bear with me here. The first one is, and we, uh, before the uh, home game, uh, the home opener announced that every game will be, there's only 1,000 prints of these, and these are going to be collector's items. Uh, and it's a special art print for each home game this year. This is the one. There's still some left of these, not many, from the opening game of the year that we had against the Baltimore Ravens. This is the one for Sunday night football against the Colts. It's really cool. Um, and Joe Sargent is here tonight. Where's Joe? Joe, There he is. Uh, Joe's here tonight because we're, we're announcing these on Monday night. They will not be on sale until Tuesday morning at the pro shop, and there's only a thousand of these each. But as a special opportunity for all of you who come to the show live, we announce it on Monday night, and you get to buy them first. So Joe is here tonight to sell them uh, to you if you want them. And again, uh, it's a it's a celebration of art by the Chiefs, but they're they're phenomenal. I and mean, this is great for a uh, Chiefs cave or. I don't know, the city of Raytown city offices. Uh, but they're awesome. And Joe's right back here. They're only $20. They're giving you the chance first. Anybody that comes live to our Chiefs Kingdom show before a home game gets first crack 
before they go on sale tomorrow at the Pro Shop. And it's only at the Pro Shop. Those of you listening on the network, you can try to connect through the Pro Shop. Sammy's here tonight, but before we go to Sammy, there is someone here tonight that I want to acknowledge uh, and reintroduce because he is a staple as much of the Chiefs' kingdom as the Arrowhead are beating the drum. Yesterday, and he does so much to help us win that I don't even realize, people don't even realize, he's amazing and helps us win. Yesterday was Alan Wright's 600th game as Chiefs' equipment manager. And he is with us tonight because Coach brought him in yesterday after the game to circle the guys around. It gives me chills to talk about it. When I saw the picture, I got to tell you, I was choking back tears. But, Alan, what an honor for you to be in the middle of those guys yesterday. Congratulations on 600 wins. Yeah, it's uh, it's something you don't really think about very often, but um, obviously I was very excited to be a part of it. And, and Coach Reed to acknowledge it the way he does and to make you feel just as much a part of the team as – is everyone else and even though we spent a lot of time there obviously you know I know where I fit in the totem pole and in importance so for him to uh, honor it is is pretty special I've worked for nine head coaches and I don't know uh, there may be one other one that might have done it yeah probably Marty uh, <laughs> but this Andy's such a special guy and before we let you go a couple things one Alan grew up just like all of us he grew up here and he or as a Chiefs Kingdom fan and, yeah. I mean, there was times you were out in the crowd here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the, it means something to you. It's, a, it's the end of the fibers of your soul. Yeah, there's no question. I grew up a Chiefs fan, and, and to, I grew up in Sugar Creek, which is not far from here. And, and so for me to, to be a fan and then <clears throat> you know, literally everything I own in this world is due to the Chiefs because I started there, you know, right out of high school, and they sent me to, to college. And so everything I own, every house payment I've ever made, every car I've ever bought has been due to the Kansas City Chiefs. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm very indebted and uh, very appreciative. So. You've paid it back a hundred, a thousand times, Fold, my friend, and your beautiful wife, Lisa, who makes so many sacrifices. All right, you know how this works, buddy. Before we go to Sammy, hey, this dude, I'm going to tell you, this guy works like 90-hour weeks all year long. We got Sunday night football coming with the Colts, people. Here they come. Let's get after him. Alan Wright, 600 games. It's time to put the hammer down, baby. You got it. Alan Wright, give him a cheer, ladies and gentlemen. And now, this young man is gracing us with his presence tonight. And when he signed with us, at the during free agency last year, I got fired up because first of all, on my boards and prep, it was always against him, and I'm like, how are we going to stop this dude? And now he's on our side, uh, and he has been phenomenal. But ladies and gentlemen, we're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill, 350 Highway in Raytown. Great spirit here. Let's show it for Sammy Watkins, wide receiver, the Kansas City <laughs> It is awesome to have you here, not only in the Chiefs' kingdom, but to have you here tonight. I'm going to ask you first just about that game yesterday. That was a battle. You've been in this league long enough to know how those kind of games are like, but to go on the road and win a game like that, what does it mean? It definitely means a lot. Um, I was scared. I was nervous. <laughs> we 
we haven't been in a game like that um, this whole season. You know, we've been beating guys pretty bad. And to have a game like that was definitely a test for us and um, one of the best moments, I think, because we had guys fight back and, you know, we look in each other's eyes and then we just looking like, hey, man, we got to find a way. We don't care how it looks, um, who scores. And we found a way um, on, on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And um, it was a great win. And um, our whole locker room was literally almost in tears. And it was like the best feeling rather than blowing people out. That was one of, one of the times where we came together. It was fantastic. I'm telling you. That was huge. <laughs> All right. Play into the whistle, man. Play into the whistle. This league uh, but that, there are some games in it's like, well, isn't that kind of past the whistle? But the Lions kind of play that way a little bit. Um, yeah, I think they play hard. And um, that's, I think, the part of the NFL. And um, you got to come out every week and play. And um, it's, it's no joke. And um, any team can come out and win a game. And um, we came out and we played hard. And I think that's the, the team that Coach Reed and the coaches um, bring to, the, um, to every Sunday. We just got to continue to do the um, right things and practice, practice hard. And um, stay together spiritually, and um, just keep 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 playing hard. You had to show patience in that game too yesterday, because you. I mean, we're gonna play your highlight again from Jacksonville. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you were rolling. I thought the dude's gonna have 500 yards receiving and like, smash NFL records. But yesterday was not a day for stats. Um, it was a day for patience and toughness. What about patience as an offense when you're in a game like that? Um, I think as an offense in the group, we kind of learn patience. Um, we're used to scoring and um, throwing high fives and jumping and dancing. And, and that was the type of game where we all kind of like, like I said, we got to buckle up. And um, everybody's getting weary. Everybody's talking like, man, what's going on? We kind of trying to figure out the energy flow. And then next thing you know, we caught the energy. And um, we just start rolling and, and, try, and trying to find any type of way. Um, you've seen Travis Kelsey catch a ball and pitch it. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> That's playing football. That's literally um, just having fun and us being connected and, and um, playing hard. I think we played hard and we played physical, and um, we, we, we was able to manage a win. And you've been in the league long enough to see connection and disconnection. So have I. I mean, but this is a truly special group. I've been trying to say this for months. Uh, but just speak more about the connection, and not just the offense, but this whole team. I think that's a difference from every team I've been on. Um, I think this – organization of fans to, to um, everyone in the building from Allen getting us dressed and, and trying to save us money um, from not paying fines and um, a job that, a job that he takes really job serious he's got. Yeah. and um, I think everybody's trying to help each other on and off the field um, from the security guards um, helping us stay safe when, when we're traveling helping our wives so it's everything in one I think um, if we just continue to, to stay close and do the right things and, and act as a family, as one unit, and embrace each other and um, stay connected. Um, like I said, we we just not friends on the field. Um, we, we party together. We go out, have fun, under the radar, and um, we enjoy this life. But as long as we stay connected and ground, I think we'll be okay. And then this, absolutely, it's just don't take it for granted. Then there's days when everything just kind of snaps together. Hit that, hit that highlight again. It was way too fun. Hit it. <laughs> Mahomes swings it right side, wide open. Sammy Watkins again. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza touchdown. Kansas City, 150 yards receiving in a quarter for Sammy Watkins. Wow. Almost 200 yards receiving in a game. Now, how fun was that one? 
Um, I think that was the best I ever played, best I ever felt, um, just to go out there and, and literally I had maybe 30 or 40 family members there, um, my whole family really, and um, just to go out there and play hard, play fast, and, and do something I never did in the league, score three touchdowns in one game, and to have the most yards I ever had in, the, um, in one game was a blessing, and um, we got the win, and, and that was definitely special for my career and gave me a lot of confidence. And um, I just got to continue to do the things I've been doing. That's practicing hard, um, being the best teammate, being the best husband, being the best dad, the best friend, um, and just continue to do the things I've been doing. Hey, that's... You get three touchdowns in a game, almost 200 yards receiving, and the Colts are coming on Sunday night, dude. And you tore them up in the playoffs. they got to do it again. It's time to put the hammer down. I remember seeing your face before that playoff game and that you were kind of getting off the injury and you're getting your mojo back. I looked at you. I thought, uh-oh, he's going to roll. And you rolled in that game. Um, yeah, I was just thankful to, to to have the opportunity to get out there. I was kind of slow, like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play. Um, kind of down in my spirits. Um, and literally, the, 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 um, the training staff did a great job with, with um, helping me mentally every morning. I went to training. Hey, man, you're going to be able to play. Hey, man, stay positive. And um, Rick did a great job. Ev, everybody that helped me during my injury. And um, I think that was a blessing to, in disguise uh, to be able to go out there and play in the coach game and then to come out there and stay healthy during that game and play in the Patriots game. And um, I think that was the epitome of, of um, our whole staff coming together and me trusting them and um, coming back and being able to you know have a good game in both those games. And um, we fell short in the last game, but um, I think since then I've just been on this high of just trying to be successful and do whatever for my team to win. It takes a village to win. That's why we're talking about Alan and Rick and his people. We get... But talking about Rick leads me to one of the biggest stories of this team in the offseason, and that is you. And that is, and let's be honest, you were fighting some foot injuries. I mean, what, going back to high school or Clemson? But anyway, Rick goes, we're working with Sammy. Sammy is dedicated now beyond ever before. They worked on your feet without working on your feet. It was like everything else. What about the work you did in the offseason? Uh, and it's helped you immeasurably. Like you weren't even the same dude. I got the guys reborn when I saw you. Um, I think I literally just trusted um, everyone around me. Um, I kinda, I'm kind of a shy guy, you know what I mean? Try to hide myself a lot from everybody. And um, I think I just opened up to everybody um, and kind of listened. And um, Rick told me don't do anything. Don't go out there and try to train by yourself. Don't go overwork yourself because I'm a guy that try to overwork and then you do too much and then now you're hurt or injured. Or I can't come and do the things that the coach is asking me to do. So I literally rested up and um, did everything he asked me to do and, and stayed on tune and came in OTAs and followed every guideline that he wanted me to do. I didn't complain. Some days I did a little bit, but um, – <laughs> and, and he helped me. And um, – Everybody kind of honed in on, on fixing me and helping me. And literally, I think that was the best phase of my life, just seeing so many fight, seeing so many people fight for me and help me. And I was like, man, I can start to open up and, and um, just be a free spirit. And um, I think that helped me with my path now, with just being the person I am with my teammates and um, just continue to grow continuously. But Rick said, like, You changed your lifting. You changed your stretching like it was your core. It was like from your chest to your knees, and it helped your feet. And how much How much was a comprehensive everything, and especially working on your core? 
um, like I said, everything. Um, I didn't know much about my body now than I do now with dealing with Rick. And it's like, this is off, that is off. I'm like, man, how can that much stuff be off of my body? <laughs> and um, I think that was why I had so many injuries before at the Rams in Buffalo because I was young. I didn't know my body. And then he started teaching me slowly things about my body and how to fix it, how to align it. And um, now sometimes I don't even need Rick. Um, I just, hey, man, I've put my hip back in place. And he's like, hey, you got it. And um, that's that's a blessing to have those guys on my side and to continuously um, make sure my body right mentally, physically, spiritually. And um, we have a great team and the staff and the organization. Sammy Watkins. We come back. There's more than football to Sammy Watkins and his family. You'll find out about this. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill at 350 Highway in Raytown. Remember, where you get 34 uh, cents on your Fuel Saver Plus perks card with us getting 34 points yesterday. We'll be back with more from Sammy after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. They will give him forward motion of about a half yard. Now the Chiefs pull the ball out, but the play, has it been blown dead? I don't know. The Chiefs are running the other way with the football. They're letting Brashawn Breeland go all the way for 99 yards and a fumble return for a touchdown defensively. Here comes Walt Anderson's. Rolling on the field. The ball was loose. It is a fumble. Return for a touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Kansas City. Touchdown, Kansas City. A 99 and a half yard fumble return for a touchdown. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Raytown. That was a crazy play, and that was huge. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of huge, we've got the uh, the uh, collective. Po- By the way, um, Puppet Lady's here tonight. Puppet Lady came all the way from Olathe <laughs> with the Rock'em Sock'em Puppets with the Sunday Night Football Colts coming up at Arrowhead Stadium. Sammy Watkins, our special guest tonight. Uh, but the art's out there. Uh, special for our live folks here. We're going to uh, release it at the Pro Shop tomorrow on Tuesday. Uh, but they're passing around tonight. Only $20, I think, for each of them. There's only a 1,000 of them, and they're collector's items. But you get the first crack here being live at the Hy-Vee Chiefs Kingdom Show uh, tonight. We're in Raytown. But Sammy Watkins, our guest tonight, as we get ready for Sunday Night Football. Now, what were you thinking on the 100-yard return? Because I'm going, I'm look, the refs are all looking at each other. I'm, like, looking around, like, is this... What is this? And then they said, I guess it's a touchdown. What were you thinking? We was all, we was all just yelling, screaming, and running. And <laughs> coach kind of come us down like, hey, it could be a one yard. We could be on the one yard line. We have to drive 99 yards. I'm like, nah, touchdown. <laughs> and um, luckily, you know, Breland did a great job. And those guys did a great job with scripting it. Um, I think that was one of the points that changed the whole game and literally gave the offense some energy to go down there and score. By the way, tonight for being here, Sammy gets special gifts from Hy-Vee, also Appreciate from Houndstooth. You're going to get hooked up with some uh, nice clothes here, brother. Uh, downtown Kansas City's newest full-line men's clothing store located in the River Market. And then you're going to take this thing that looks like uh, Clemson's football stadium, which is cool. Uh, it's barbecue uh, from Smoke and Fire. You get a huge gift basket here. That's huge. Uh, so we appreciate you coming out tonight. The other thing we appreciate about you is one thing that you care a lot about is cancer research. Tell us about that and why you have a passion for it. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things that's plaguing this world is cancer. And um, 
I think we, if we can get ahead of it and start eating right and, and doing the right things by our bodies and stuff, we can kind of prevent it. And um, some things that we can't prevent, you know, God have his mysterious ways of doing things. But um, my, my grandparents um, actually caught cancer three or four years ago, and it was kind of touched my life because, um, you know, as grandkids, you kind of focus on football and football and family. You have your own stuff going on. And around that time, I think I was in camp and I really couldn't see her or, or be there for her or do anything. And um, my dad had it, my grandparents had it, and all th three of them was kind of fighting it. And um, my, grand my grandmother kind of lost her life with it, and um, that made me realize how big it was. And she was a healthy woman, and she ate right and did all these things, but some things that we can't prevent and kind of wanted to um, dedicate my cleats to that. Pretty awesome. And coming up, it'll be the uh, Cleats for Cause, Cause for Cleats game. Uh, the NFL does it. It's really one of the cool things where the guys have special cleats. Um, and Alan can tell you more about it probably, but uh, it's four special um, initiatives, uh, and that's yours. I mean, that's something you want to bring awareness to as far as cancer research. The other thing I want to bring up before I lo let you go, Sammy, is how much family means to you. Obviously, it is when you talk about your parents and grandparents, but your own family. Uh, when you first came here, it was like, that's priority one is my family. Why? And tell us about it. Um, I honestly think all of us is family. Um, when you get down to the realness of it, and um, not just my, my family or my kids, but everyone in the world, I think if we can, you know, have unity and, and come together as one and um, continue to love each other through whatever the phases that we go through, and um, I feel like everybody in the world is, is you know what I mean, family. Um, I don't look at race, color religion or anything like that. Um, I kind of look at everybody as, as family, not, you know, race or religion or anything. I know you cheer for him for the stats and the touchdowns and the Sammy Watkins Palooza, but now you got more reasons to cheer for him, do you not? Sammy Watkins, thank you for thank being you. with us tonight. Thank you. And it looks to me like the high V. I don't know, Shelby Somerville's here. When I see this high V guy, it's supposed to be nobody, but it kind of looks like Sammy, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like, were you like the model for this? It looks like it on this. Uh, anyway, it's pretty cool. But Sammy Watkins, everybody, wide receiver. We'll be able to wrap things up and talk about Sunday night football, plus these special posters are available tonight. We'll be back to close it out of this year, listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Irving, Ryder up front. Along with Schwartz, Kelsey tucked in there, off the right hip, handoff, Darrell Williams trying to dive, 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 touchdown, Kansas City, Darrell Williams gets barely into the end zone with 20 seconds left in the game to put the Chiefs up 33-30. That was huge, and also a 13-play drive that was able to put the hammer down, baby. A reminder, the Chiefs Kingdom show here tonight at the Hy-Vee Market Grill, 350 Highway in Raytown. But all the Hy-Vees tonight, 34 points yesterday, 34 cents on your Fuel Saver Plus perks card with a purchase of $34 or more. And that starts the week. Then Zarda Red Fridays at Hy-Vees. These are awesome. Check them out at the Hy-Vees in the Kansas City area Hy-Vee stores, Zarda Red Friday. Also, the Chiefs Kingdom show brought to you by Bad Boy Moors. Mo with an attitude. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. All right. A minute to go on the show. Where's Puppet Lady? Did she leave? You got to walk around. It's Sunday night football. 
Take a lap around, Papa Lady. Let's go. It's Sunday night football. It's the Colts. It's time to open the Chiefs' kingdom. It's time to open Arrowhead. The nation will be watching, and it's time to drill these dudes. All right? There's only three undefeated teams left in the entire NFL after four weeks. The Patriots. The 49ers are only 3-0. They had a bye week already. And your Kansas City Chiefs. And going up against the Indianapolis Colts. And it's time to get after them and get red and get real. Thank you, Raytown, for an incredible show tonight. How cool is Sammy Watkins? There's some... There's some depth to that dude. Uh, thanks for coming out tonight. Also, next week we will be at Liberty, near Liberty High School, home game for Snowstorm Sandy and for Taj Mahal Tailgaters. Thanks for joining us on the Chiefs Clock. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Check out the full library of on-demand Chiefs content, including the Chiefs Kingdom Show podcast, only at kcchiefsradio.com. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.